Welcome to Footy for Two. I'm Solomon Dubner. I'm Stephen Dubner. You sound a little down. I'm just tired, but I'm feeling great. <clears throat> Are you feeling great because your favorite player in the world won the Ballon d'Or? <coughs> oh yeah, that's where we're going to start. <coughs> <coughs> so Ronaldo won the Ballon d'Or. Your favorite player in the world? Uh huh. Of course. <laughs> um, but the Ballon d'Or is pretty stupid. I would say that even if Messi won it, because if you look at literally every individual statistical category, Messi beat Ronaldo literally basically every single category. You could say it's because he won trophies, but it's supposed to be an individual award. And let me tell you some rankings. But let me ask you this. If Messi had won it, even with subpar individual um, statistics, but winning trophies, wouldn't you say... It's an individual award, but really you're a better individual player if you help your team win trophies. I don't think I would. Would I? Mm, I would say I know you about as well as anybody on the planet knows you, and I would say the answer would be strong maybe. But let me tell you some – let's go over some things. Is Sergio Ramos the sixth best player in the world? You're asking? Is he? He's not. No, I'd say seventh. Um, But N'Golo Conte – Came in eighth overall. Wow. He's a good player. Mm-hmm. But Sergio Busquets is the best defensive midfielder in the world, if not of all time. He didn't even make the top 30. Wow. That is surprising. These rankings are just bogus. And I don't now, really waste talk my time about the history. It was a French award, then it merged it with FIFA. It was with France football, then it went to FIFA. And this past, two years ago, or last year, left uh, France football. So now it's the FIFA Ballon d'Or and the French. No, the France football Ballon d'Or and the FIFA the best awards. And has the same player won the two awards the last yeah, couple of years? Yeah, both. So Ronaldo both times. Mm. Wait, yeah. That must really get your whatever. It doesn't whatever. that much because it's so undeserved. So it is remarkable. I just looked up. I'll say it again. Sorry, I said it before and I'll say it again. I truly believe that a very, very small percentage of people who know football well and aren't stupid and aren't Madrid, Portugal, or United fans. Mm-hmm. No, that Messi's a better player than Ronaldo. Anyone who knows the game well can easily see that. Yeah, but the voters are sports writers. They know the game well. Are they not sports it's, writers? They're sports writers. Some of it might be a fan vote and then international captains. Hmm. I mean, that sounds like a pretty, edu- uh, uh, you know, that sounds like a pretty yeah. valid constituent yeah. or votership. People tend to look towards the goals too much, too. Goals don't mean everything. Also, even though Messi did score more goals than Ronaldo. I can't disagree with you there that Messi... To me, to my untutored eyes, plays a much more complete game for his yeah. team. Much and Ronaldo more. this week said, I'm the greatest player of all time and the most complete player of all time. Mm-hmm. And the humblest. Yeah. For sure. You know, I looked at it. Um, I looked at the Ballon d'Or winners of the past whatever. So Messi and Ronaldo. The Messi past Ren- 10 years are, and the, before that it was Kaká. For the past 10 years, nine of the past 10 years, they've been 1-2 two or 2-1. Two, the yeah. two of them. The o- and the, o- the one Chavi year they weren't. Yeah. The, the, year, the one year that they weren't 1-2. It was Messi was won it, and then followed Xavi, by Iniesta, uh, Iniesta and Xavi. Xavi yeah. So a Barca sweep. Can you imagine if you were a, that, gr- a great player of this era or a very, very good player of this era, how mad you'd be that because yeah. of them you're never going to sniff? Like if, Inie- if Messi and Ronaldo exists, Iniesta, for example, he'd be considered like top 10 of all time, I think. He's Who, who's won multiple um, in fairly recent years? Platini, did, did he win multiple? Yeah, but not that recently. Uh, Dino, Ronaldinho. Oh, mm-hmm. Um, trying to think who's won multiple recently. Pele has three. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was not recent. Um, yeah. How many Argentines have won it? I'm not sure. I think it's one. If Maradona has. I don't think he did. Mm. He might. He probably won many more, but. I think it used to only be European players. I don't know how hell I want it. So I will say this. I'm going to give you some credit for starting our podcast 
by talking about the award that Ronaldo won. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. Uh, congratulations <coughs> to Toronto FC. Congratulations, on MLS Cup champions. It's a great. I mean, I feel I'm very. I mean, I'm very happy for them. Yeah, I like a lot of players on the team. Yeah. Do you think it's a nice consolation for Bradley and Altidore and the other? You know, for not playing. I hope Russia? not. <clears throat> I hope uh, not because point. I think they should still be ashamed of themselves because <laughs> what they did was pathetic. Um, Toronto FC won the treble this year. Do you know that? That they won the Open Cup too. They won the Supporter Shield. The Open Cup. What's the Open Cup? Their domestic cup. Yeah, it's called the Canadian Championship. Oh yeah, because they're not in the U.S. Open Cup. No, they're not. That's they're why. in the Canadian, which I think is a little bit easier to win than the Open Cup. <laughs> yeah, because they they've won. They won six of the last teams. nine. Um, yeah. But anyway, I think it's the first treble in MLS history. I assume so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually, I'm not sure if anyone's ever won the support shield in the MLS Cup. That mm-hmm. that can't be true. How um, how dominant were they overall this year? They they were head and shoulders above everyone else. So it wasn't a competition. Did they just win more, or were they that much better? I'd say both. Yeah. How did how did we do against them this year? NYCFC. I'm not sure. I don't think I think we did okay. Mm-hmm. To real football. Let's <laughs> like, start with the prem. You're such an anti MLS snob. Someday. <laughs> Someday. When you're old, when the you're Manchester like 30. Derby. Yeah. <laughs> City beats United at Old Trafford 2 to 1. Mm-hmm. Great game from Pep's men. It's pretty clear Pep's better, a better manager than Mourinho, and City's better than United. They've played 16 games this season. They've won 15 and drawn one. Other than their records, which counts for a lot, yeah. persuade me that your declaration is not just pro Pep and anti Mourinho. If you watch. United this season, they've been very good at times, but other times they've been bereft of ideas, very boring, not creative. Did you say bereft of ideas? I did. What are you, a poet? <laughs> uh, City, honestly, so far they've been the best team the Prem has ever seen. Uh, I'm comfortable <clears throat> saying that. Do you think um, City, at the at the quality they're playing right now, are the best team in Europe? I'd say so. Do you think um, how how where do you predict how do you predict City doing in the Champions League? They could win. I say the top five favorites, not in any specific order, are Barca, City, PSG, um, Madrid, and Bayern. When's I guess a, the Juve making a run too. When's a draw? Tomorrow. Mm. So today, when this comes out. Exciting. Who do you hope us to draw? I hope we draw Besiktas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think we'll draw Chelsea or Bayern. Okay, and forgive my ignorance again, but... Uh, I realize it was group stage, and yeah. I get how that works. Two teams emerge out of each group, correct? Yeah. No third-place teams no. qualify. <clears throat> the third-place teams are relegated to the Europa League. Or okay, so there are how many teams left now? 16? 16. Okay, 16. and now it's uh, just a regular tournament home and away, right? Yeah, you, and in this round, you cannot draw a team from your group. Or your league. Or your league. Okay, um, and additionally, how when will the first of the, what are they called, round of 16? Yeah, the first games are... Early mid February, so it's a long wait. And how long is there between the first and the second game in that in those legs? Like three weeks or something? Two, yeah, three weeks. About. Yeah. yeah. Um, what gets you more excited? Like the round of sixteen or the quarters of the Champions League, or more like the last you know six to eight matches in La Liga? It depends how I'm feeling about Barcelona. Um, usually, La Liga mm-hmm. because. I don't know why. Well, I'm not sure. Well, quarterfinals are really exciting. Because Barca, well, every season you they're going to be in the quarterfinals, at least, it's safe to say. And every season they're going to be in the title race come the last 16 match of La Liga. So 
Um, I'm just asking you, like, the rhythms are very different. Yeah. La Liga, the, when it's the last six, eight games, you're feeling like this is real, this is crunch time. And the round of 16 of the team is you're saying, we've been here, we're here every year, oh. it's no big deal, <clears throat> except when we almost went out last year. The quarterfinals is where it starts to, like, feel real. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I would think that um, there'd be more pressure, even in the round of 16, because, you know, one yeah. bad loss and... The competition's over. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. Like right. what happened As last year. Right, PSG. Uh, PSG yeah. bottlers at heart. So I interrupted you. You were uh, rounding up the Premier League, yeah. I, I gather. City destroyed United, Liverpool, Everton. Did you say destroyed United? Yeah. Two to one? If you watch the game, it, uh-huh. okay. it, it was unbelievable. Okay. Uh, Liverpool draws Everton 1-1. Great goal from Mohamed Salah, who's top scorer in the Premier League. You I love said him, he, don't you? I love him as a player. I hate him as a person. Why? Massive anti-Semite. Really? Yeah. All right. I'm going to cross him off my Hanukkah card list. <laughs> Whenever his Basel team, or at least one they did, drew Maccabee Tel Aviv, I believe, mm-hmm. in the Champions League, mm-hmm. uh, he boycotted a trip. He wouldn't go. Really? To Israel, yeah. Really? Yeah. Well, That's I'm not going to invite him when we go to Israel then either. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wayne Rooney scored a penalty to tie it for Everton. Congratulations, Wayne. Yeah, neither of the teams been doing that well this year. Liverpool's doing fine. Everton's doing pretty terribly. Mm-hmm. Southampton Arsenal, one-one mm-hmm. uh, draw. Charlie Austin, third minute for Southampton, 88th oh. minute score goal from maybe the best player in the world, Olivier Giroud. He is good at late goals. He is. I'll give him that. He's not good at much else, but he's good at those. <laughs> um, La Liga. Mm. Barca beats Villarreal 2 0. We were good. We started playing better and scoring when they went down to 10 men after Rabah got sent off, but we played well. Their first goal, Barca scored its first goal with 10 men or no? Against 10 men, yeah. Yeah. Um, Messi and Suarez scored. Busquets is unbelievable today. Mm-hmm. He's up. Hey, let me ask you a question. I was, uh, you were watching, I was kind of cooking yeah. and hearing little yeah. bits and pieces. Ray Hudson, your, the father you, you never had, yeah. uh, he seemed to think that. Suarez being offsides eight or ten times a match is not a problem. Yes? Right? Wasn't that the argument he was making? He was saying, well, if I'm the manager and I see him up there, I don't think that's he's quite, doing his job. I don't I, think not, that's quite. I think he was quite. saying that it's a problem, but you can't let it constantly stay on your mind. Mm-hmm. And you have to um, you have to keep playing a brave, aggressive game. Mm-hmm. I think that's more what he was saying. How would you assess Suarez's year? It's not been as disastrous as other people, including me, have made out to be. He's still close to the top five scores in La Liga. Mm-hmm. But by his standards, it's been very poor. Do you think he's playing better now than he was the first half? And also, didn't he have, yeah. a, didn't he have a little surgery during the break? He ended up not having the surgery. He has a niecess or something. Mm. Um, let's see. Uh, Madrid beat Sevilla 5-0. I'll give it to him. Ronaldo played well. He scored twice. Um, it was a Call the police. <laughs> My son has been kidnapped. Someone else is here I'm saying able, that Ronaldo I, had a great I'm not game. a Madridian. I can compliment the other team when they do well. All right. <laughs> uh, the game is Valencia beats Celta Vigo 2-1 to this day within a few points of Barca. Atletico, Atletico beats Betis 1-0. Can I ask you a question? Of course. How is the uh, the table looking? It's looking pretty good. I think we're four or five points ahead of Valencia. Mm-hmm. And then maybe um, six ahead of right. Atleti. And in two weeks, December 23rd, 7 a.m., do you know what it is? <laughs> Sao Clasico. I think it, yeah. Sao Clasico. Um, what, um, tell me what's on your mind in these two weeks leading up to that. Who, first of all, who does Barca play next week? Sociedad away, which is uh, always hard. A tough one. And who does Real Madrid play? Not sure. So are you very worried about Sociedad being like uh, the start of a bad two-week period? Like if 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 Barca loses at Sociedad, that's going to make you. We haven't won there in the league in nine years. I mean, it's our it's our really? bogey team is called. We can't win no. the league. 
Um, but let's just pretend for a minute that Barca loses at Sociedad and then is coming into the Clásico. This Clásico is where? In Barca? At or, the Bernabeu. Okay, so let's just pretend for a minute that Barca loses on the road at Sociedad and then comes into Madrid to play Real Madrid in the Clásico, yeah. having that loss. And now let's say they're only separated by five points. Mm-hmm. How uptight are you going to be? Let me go back to first of all, you're going to say about how it could trigger a bad week for us. Yeah. I would never wish defeat or even a drop on my own team. Of course not. But in that, that said, I think that if we didn't win, it would in some ways be a good wake-up call. We're getting the results. But we're mm. far ahead of the top league, but we're not even pl- we're not playing all that well. Reminds me of a certain American football team. Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. But it would show us that we need to focus for this derby. Because if, if we're 11 points clear of Madrid going to winter break— they're kind of out of the title race. I'm not going to rule them out because it's crazy things that happen, but they'd kind of be out of the title race. May I offer a novice's um, observation yeah. of Barca this season and its new mm-hmm. manager? Um, what's his name? Ernesto Valverde. Yeah, yeah, Valverde. So I know you and a lot of people were anxious um, yeah. with him coming in. One thing that I've seen him do uh, that reminds me of what um, Lucho did in his first year Yeah was very, very, very aggressively play with the lineup. Yeah. And to I've me, never seen anyone do the thing, same thing Lucho did. In his first 28 games, he had 20 different lineups. How how, what, how does Valverde compare? I think he's rotated a lot. Also because we have had a lot of there injury have been issues, a lot of injuries, injuries yeah. and everything. Yeah. I just think there's something about the more I watch this, this sport, the more I see that, um, especially if you're a team like Barcelona, you're playing in all these different competitions, you're playing in champions, you've got your national, you've you got your cup, obviously the league. You just need to it, – it's so hard to maintain intensity. I mean, can you imagine the NFL, these teams play? I yeah. mean, obviously it's a much more physical yeah. thing, but um, you have to have depth. Ernesto Valverde reminds me of David Moyes from, coming from Everton to United. He was very good at a mid-to-top-ish team mm-hmm. where he had limited resources, but it's had big expectations from fans. And he he did very both what he had at Bilbao. He could only work with Bosque players, so that's their mm-hmm. policy. Mm-hmm. And he did very very well. He he makes players better, and he can work with what he has. Like Paulinho, he's not the best player, he, but he's been playing very well under Valverde. Rakitic, who has been laying me down for a while, he started to get better under Valverde. Valverde works with what he has and adapts the situation very well, which has really impressed me a lot. What other, this is interesting to me, what other players would you say that Valverde has brought out something in that you hadn't seen? Not necessarily that I hadn't seen, but he's immensely improved Jordi Alba. Jordi Alba's oh. been unbelievable this season. Interesting. You were, yeah, a lot of people were down on him the last like year and a half or so. He's what, been unbelievable. He has like most, five assists in Mostly league. offensively, yes. He's been unbelievable. Yes. I mean, defensively, defensively, he's very solid. But mm-hmm. um, let me see, I've, I'm very impressed with what he's gotten out of Denis Suarez to an extent. Um, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of it was Paco Alcacer. He's he's mm. like turned around. Um, yeah, Gomes. Gomes. I think he just played him more. Um, he's got Vermaelen. Vermaelen was good today. He impressed. Oh, me. is that right? Yeah. yeah I like Can him. I just say, uh, Mark Andre? Yeah, I was gonna say. Oh my goodness, he's unbelievable. I'd p- consider putting him in the top three keepers in the world right now. After De Gea and Neuer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Buffon's always gonna be up there. Old block's unbelievable. I thought Courtois is somewhat overrated. Wouldn't it be really fun to bring Ter Stegen to an ASO, your, your youth yeah. league, and just put him in goal? And he wouldn't see. concede any, I don't think. <laughs> that one today, um, that was the, the nice cross. The half volley. Oh, my goodness, yeah. yeah. We got to go to watch the Steelers in a few minutes. All right, well, we'll so let's, let's finish over up some here. last scores. Yeah, please. Scores. 
uh, Dortmund loses 2-1 to, at home to Werder Bremen after starting the Bundesliga unbelievably racing to a huge lead. They haven't won a game since September 30th. Ex- yeah, but they're ex- still like seven or eight points clear, aren't they? No, they're seventh place. Wait, oh, you're talking about... Dortmund. Uh, oh, oh, Dortmund. Sorry, sorry. Yep. They're, they haven't won a game since September 30th, except a uh, cup game against a third division team, I think. What's going on? Um, they sacked a manager, Peter Bosch, and brought in Peter Stoger, mm-hmm. who was used to sack by Kern or Cologne. Uh, of course, all I care about is the American... Pulisic, he's yeah. doing fine. I, th- I think he's going to go to a big team this summer, a big team, not Dorsen. What's your guess? I could see him go to United. I could see him going to Madrid. I could see him going to Barca. Mm-hmm. PSG you, might like to get him. Do you have any idea how intense the interest is on the from those clubs that you've just named? I don't know if it is yet, but it will be. He's a top, top you player. You think Barca considers him Barca quality? I think so, mm-hmm. at least for what, the future. What makes you say that? What's your evidence? Just a hunch, or do you know something? Dembele was a standout young player on that team last season. Mm-hmm. And Pulisic was not far behind him at all, mm-hmm. at all. And we spent £105 million on Dembele. I mm-hmm. think Pulisic is Barca quality. If you were Barca now, what would you spend for Pulisic? If you, you, know, if you wanted him, what do you, what would, what do you think Barca would think that he's worth? I think Dembele had so much hype around him. But I think you also have to think about the commercial impact he'd have, Pulisic. Mm. He could reach Dembele figures. Because when that first... We haven't had a truly superstar American yet at a huge European club. The closest thing we have is Tim Howard starting in goal for United for a year or so. That didn't work out too well. And that's different, too, as a keeper. A a keeper, yeah. But if you have an attacking player starting from one of the biggest teams in the world, an American, that could really get footy going in the country. And we should say, Barca FCB has opened up a New York City office. In Long Island, yeah. Um, They have an academy in Long Island. Yeah, with the hopes of spreading their brand here. Um, so that's really interesting. Let me ask you this. Of the teams that you mentioned, uh, Man U, Real Madrid, yeah. Barca, and two, uh, PSG, PSG, and maybe there's a handful more, yeah. who do you think um, could actually make the most use of Pulisic? I think definitely not Man United because they have great young, two great young left-wingers in Rashford and Marshall who are fighting for time. Mm-hmm. Julia Pulisic plays. Um, mm-hmm. Madrid, they might seem as heir to Ronaldo, same position and Completely different player, not into a goal scorer, more of a dribbler or creator. Mm-hmm. Barca, do we have Dembele is a star for, for 10, 12 years, mm-hmm. potentially. Messi, I still think, is three to five years at the top. But Suarez is getting older. You could see within two years, a front three of Pulisic, Dembele, and Messi. Who would, Messi. Play, who would play up front? Messi. Mm-hmm. Dembele is best on the right wing, Pulisic on the left. Mm-hmm. And Messi's best right wing or center, probably center, I'd say. Excellent. Thank you for the lesson. All so, right. That was a good episode. Uh, yeah. Are you done with... Uh, I am. You don't want to... I thought you had a few If you want me to, to relate. I can. Well... I, I think it would be later now, because if, they don't, if people don't know how to look up a score. <laughs> I Eintracht Frankfurt loses 1-0 to Bayern Munich. Juve draws Inter 0-0, and PSG beats Lille 3-1. So let me ask you this. Um, in Ligue 1 and uh, the Bundesliga, the leaders, PSG and Bayern, are, are way up, like seven or eight yeah. points. Doesn't, doesn't it just get old? A it little does. Bit? Serie A has had more parity this year. Juve, I think they're top now. But Napoli, yeah, Serie A is, is tight. Napoli is looking good. But Roma. What, what do you propose, if anything, should be done about... Because if you were like... Whether you're a fan or whether you're involved in a league or just care about the competition in a league, I mean, look, wouldn't you rather there be at least a little bit of parity, at least a little bit of competition, at least a little bit of mystery? Unless I was the best team now. (laughs) Uh, No, what I'd say is that UEFA is tied with financial fair play. Mm -hmm. 
I don't think anything's going to happen for a long time until the Qataris and PSU, for example, just get bored. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think for all, for dominate. So if you're one of the teams, Mo- that's I think last season Monaco winning was an anomaly. Uh huh. So if you're one of the teams, if you're PSG, then you're just you're perfectly fine with it. Yeah, mm-hmm. of course. And how do you compare their domination, the domination of PSG and Bayern historically to Barca? I mean, at least well, Barca PSG is not historic. They've well, been around I mean, since nineteen seventy one. Yeah, but I mean, the last when I say f- the last five or seven years, whatever. I'm trying to think when Bayern won the last four or five. I want to say mm-hmm. um, PSG didn't win it last year. Um, Barca, Madrid, out of those three leagues, the most parrot, the most, the most. Competitive is La Liga, but don't you think as um, as a league yeah. goes that the Prem is is uh, most exciting, most yeah, competitive for sure? Yeah. This year, no, no. This yeah, year, you're right, and it's an anomaly. Also, last year, yeah. I mean, last year in retrospect yeah. was uh, kind of a Chelsea yeah. dream snooze. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let me ask you this: What, um, which World Cup matches when you look at the draw, when you think about it in your spare time, are you most excited about watching on TV? Of course. <laughs> Argentina, Croatia. Uh huh. Belgium, England will be fun uh-huh. or funny. <laughs> um, I'm excited to see Argentina. Oh, Spain, Portugal, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like Brazil, Switzerland will be a good game. Mm. It's a lot. Um, let's see. England will win when the grass turns blue. It's not for everyone. It's already a good episode. <laughs> nice talking to you, brother.